today. We were all blessed on Easter with a man from Chosen Ministries named Pastor Ron Michelson. And uh, it was the most educational uh, sermon I've ever heard. I got to meet him after the sermon. And uh, I got to meet him for lunch. Uh, because I knew that I was going to be going to Israel, and what better person to ask questions and where to go, what to do, things like that. And he shared his ministry with me. He put me in contact with people in uh, Israel that does chosen ministry. As you know, I, you know, I go to Africa two or three times a year to do a missions work there, and I uh, share with them that I believe the Holy Spirit, the overseer of the church. Uh, wants me to go there someday. And he said, you know, uh, he said that I would probably go to other places first, but um, he agreed. And so uh, we prayed together and he put me in contact with the people there so I could just, you know, learn about them and see what they're doing. And so when I went, uh, there was a person named Rachel in Tel Aviv that he put me in contact with a really righteous woman. We put me in contact with a woman named Robin, who is on the ground in the trenches working to bring Jewish people to Jesus, to Yeshua. And they're called Messianic Jews, as you learned on Easter. And so I went to their center. I met their uh, the, the president, or the one that's in charge, Michael, and that was a real blessing. And so I asked Robin, I said, how many do you believe Messianic Jews are in Israel? And she said, first well, up around 20,000, then she went, she thought, maybe 30. Again, it's just a guess. It's okay. So now when I was with Wally and we were blessed and we went to Bethlehem, he introduced me to a man of God named Elias. And Elias tells me that he believes there's only 2,000 in Israel. And, of course, only God knows how many. But he shared with me his viewpoint was many Messianic Jews believe Jesus is the Messiah. Messianic means Messiah. We learned from um, Pastor Ron on Easter that how they bring them to Christ and how you can bring anybody to Christ is, as he said in prophetic books, is proof God is real. Jesus is real. Jesus was the Messiah. He took us to Isaiah 7 where it says that he would be born of a virgin. He took us to Isaiah 53, it says how he's going to be bruised and have stripes for us and die for us. And so it was a wonderful message and it's a message you guys can use. And um, that's how they bring to Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But it's very important that you believe that, that Jesus, Yeshua, is not just the Messiah, the Passover lamb for us, but he is Lord, he is God, he is Yahweh. It's very important. In the Bible, and I believe it's in Matthew, uh, there's a parable about virgins. There's ten virgins. Five, when Jesus comes, they go to be with him, with the Lord. The other five don't have oil. They don't go. The oil is the Holy Spirit. Now I want to point out that virgins is perfect, is pure. You see? So these people are walking a righteous life. Now you get many people come to your door, they have zeal for their religion, and they knock on their door, and they tell you, yes, I do believe in Jesus. Yes, I do believe he died for our sins. But if you ask them, do you believe Jesus is God, equal to God, 
I can tell you Jehovah's Witness will say no. I can tell you Mormons will say no. Right? They can have Jesus in their name. But that's the, the, the they're part of the five virgins that don't have the, uh, they don't mean the Lord. It's very important that uh, that you you know that Jesus is not human. The devil wants to humanize Jesus. He wants to make him just a human sacrifice, and that's it. You don't want people to know the truth that he's Lord, he's Yahweh, he is God, he is our master. Right? We serve and we obey and we love him. Right? So that's what the message is going to be today. Is we're going to show I'm going to show you some scriptures that prove that Jesus is Yahweh. Amen. Alright, so Brother Ian, can we turn to the first passage? I'll be reading out the, the original King James the New King James you can see on the screen. Yes. Also, we'll be reading some passages together, but please, uh, I invite you to take a piece of paper out and a pencil, because once we read those, I will be going very quickly, and I invite you to write these scriptures down and be able to use them to minister to other people. Alright, reading from uh, John chapter 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. Everything is created. All angels, universe, stars, planets, earth, all living things is created except for God the Father, the Son of God. They are together in the beginning. In verse 14 it says, And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You see, the Son of God is in existence in the beginning. Creates everything. Everything's created by Him and for Him. And He's it's like a king comes down here on earth to be a servant, to be poor, to be spit on, to be whipped, to be ridiculed, and then to die on the cross for us. It's, that is amazing grace. It's, it's just amazing. Amen. Amen. And you can see why we owe him everything. Mm -hmm. And we just serve him and try to please God and do his will all the time. Alright, that's what you want to do next? Or Brother Ian? Colossians. Sorry. From 12. We're in Colossians chapter 1, 12 through 17. Give thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is in the image of the invisible God, invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, for by him were all things created that are in heaven, 
Amen. Remember, he's in existence. Amen. In the beginning, with God. Amen. And they are in the earth. Visible and invisible. That's dead angels. Okay? They were created to. Whether they are by thrones or dominion or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Amen. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Consist. Amen? Amen. The scripture doesn't lie. It's powerful. Uh, do we have uh, do you have Genesis chapter 1 verse 26? And God said, let us make man in our image. Our image, that's God the Father and the Son. After our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish and the seas, over the fowl and the earth, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Amen? Amen. Amen. Yes. So now, what I want to share with you is. The Son of God shows up many times in the Old Testament before He comes incarnated in human form to die on the cross a suffering death. Remember, it has to be painful. This is why He comes in human form to die for us. But He shows up many times, but we don't realize it. Okay? Because many times He's called the angel of the Lord. When you read, not just an angel shows up here again. When you read the angel of the Lord, you have a Bible app, Bible app is a real good one. You punch in the angel of the Lord, you're going to see some amazing things. You're going to see a place where Moses is already, uh, God has said, you are the most meek, humble person on the planet. I want you to deliver the people out of Egypt. And he tells them, grab your family and go. And on his way, he forgot to circumcise his child. God is not happy about this. So the angel of the Lord shows up with a sword, ready to kill him. Kill him. Don't care about him. He doesn't care if he's Moses. Right? You got to obey the Lord. Right? So luckily for Moses, his wife jumps off the mule and slices the baby's uh, penis and circumcises him. Right? Right. So you can look this up on your own, okay? But I'll show you some other places where he appears. Now, one of the things I want to point out first is in Exodus 33, 20, it reads, Moses wants to see God the Father's face. And he says, and he said, Thou cannot see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. That's very important. Very important. When we read and we see the Son of God show up as God, because He is God, He is Yahweh. God the Father can't be that person because if you see His face, you're not going to live. Amen. So, we turn to uh, write this down in Genesis chapter 32. Jacob, he has all his, he has some goods. He and uh, Esau are not getting along. They're separated, and he's looking for them. He wants to give them presents, cows, riches. He wants to make peace with Esau. He thinks Esau wants to kill him. 
They, he's unaware. Esau is traveling with 400 soldiers to do the same thing, to make peace with Jacob and to give them goods. Jacob goes to sleep. He starts wrestling with what appears to be a man. I believe he thinks it's Esau. He keeps wrestling and wrestling with them. And uh, as he's wrestling with them, the man tells him to, to let him go. It's almost daytime. And, and, and Jacob says, no, 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 just not until you bless me. So he says, what is your name? He says, it's Jacob. He says, well, for now on, it's going to be Israel. And who can do that? But who can change his name to Israel but God? So then, then Jacob asks his name. He says, why should I give you my name? He says, and then he blesses him. And then Jacob says in 30, And Jacob called the name of the place Anel, for I have seen God's face to face, and my life is preserved. Amen. Amen. You see? He saw God. God, uh, the same thing used to be here, but to be with God. He said, picture an egg. You have the outside perimeter. That's a shell. Then a white part, and then the yolk. All three elements in one. You see? God the Father, the Son of God, and the Holy Spirit. That will help you as we go through. Okay, here's another event that will prove up that the Son of God's in existence. In the beginning, He is part of God. Is in Genesis 19. In 18. This place falls out in the morning. And it is not a good place. God does not like it. He's mad at it. Because there's a lot of immorality. Like we get Sodom and Gomorrah, Sodom, Sodom, he comes from Sodom and Gomorrah. It's a lot of gays and lesbians. And it's very immoral. So there's these three angels. It says angels. Now, angels means messenger. That can be a human messenger. That can be an angelic messenger. And in this case, two of them are true, two angels. And the other one is called an angel, just like the one who's called a man who wrestled Jacob, but was really the Son of God. That third angel, or first of all, right. is the Son of God. And what they do first is, the first angel, the Son of God, who... First off, let me tell you what Abraham, he's like a king, you understand that. Abraham is over everybody. But his face goes to the ground. And scripture says his face is touching the ground when he sees these three people, angels. Because he knows they're from heaven. They're not from here. And then the Lord, the Lord tells him that Sarah's going to have a baby. Babies. And Sarah's going to be laughing inside of her mind, in her spirit. Right? Son of God says, why are you laughing? She says, I didn't laugh. Well, yes, you did. Yeah. Right? Because she's old. She's like 90 years old or so, right? She's bad, way past the time. But nothing is possible for her. Amen? Amen. Amen. So then he tells the other two angels, shall I share with Abraham what he's going to do with Sodom and So the other two go to Sodom and He stays there. And the scripture is clear that he is Lord. He is God talking with Abraham, remember, no one sees the face of God the Father who lives. So it can be no other than Yeshua, the Son of God, Jesus. He 
before he becomes incarnated in the human form to die for our sins and his name Jesus is the Son of God. The only Son of God. The only begotten part of God. Remember the age. Right? Amen. 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 So he shares with him. Now Abraham has a nephew named Lot in his family. He's very worried that Lot's going to get killed. And so he starts negotiating with the Lord. There's 50 ways to destroy. 40, 45. Keeps going down to 10. God says, if there's 10 good people there, I won't. But it turns out he does because there's not even 10 people that are good there. You know the story. Again, we can look these up on your own, and I hope you share them with your brothers and your sisters that, that think little of Jesus and just think that he's this meek man who dies for your sins. It's very important we realize his deity. Amen. And you know, I believe that this is how God justifies. First off, God doesn't need justification. Right? Sister Sheila shared that, you know, first off, everyone has a different cross to bear. Jesus had a cross to bear. We never have to we never have to experience what he did for us. And Job, the most righteous person on the planet at the time, most humble meek on the time. But God doesn't need justification. Again, he's the potter, we're the clay, and God explains that to him. If you read uh, that 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 chapter, especially chapter 38, you'll see. But He does, though. He justifies himself. Because listen, you've got to understand. This is part of God. God himself comes in human form to die on the cross for you and me. A suffering death. To kill death because he arises. Amen? Amen. There's no longer death. The death no dominion over us. If we're saved. If we believe in him. But we not only believe that he's the Messiah, but he is... He is God Himself. He is our Lord. He's our Lord and Savior, not just our Savior. And we have to obey Him, please Him, and do His will. But He knows we're going to make mistakes. And we ask for forgiveness. And we're forgiven. We're washed with the blood of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Sealed from the day of redemption. Praise God. Now the last one that I want to show, this is just an incredible story, is Dan can use this one to bring your brothers and sisters to know who God is. Alright. Alright. We've all heard about uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Alright. King Nebuchadnezzar makes a decree. When you hear the music, everyone is to bow down to this golden image. Well, they're not going to do that because they're Israelites that were taken with Daniel uh, when they seized the temple in Israel. That's Babylon. And so they don't bow down. These tattletales go and tell Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar's fury says, We're putting them in the midst of the fire. We're binding them. Then the king, in Daniel chapter 3, reading from 24b and 25, he says to them, Did we cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? Now answer, said the king. True, O king. He answers and says, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. Reading out of the original King James. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Amen? Amen. 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 
see, he shows up many times. So the last, this is the last passage, and we'd like to read it together. So Brother Ian, can we turn to the New King James Version of John 14, 6 through 9? Is that right? All right. And Jesus said to him, come on, help me out here. Read together. You'll really get it. You'll wake up and you're going to get what the message is about. All right? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father, so how can you say, Show us the Father? Let's see him. Amen? Amen. Alright, so I'm very humbled and honored to be able to share the Word of God with you all today. I would like to end with a prayer, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne today to thank you for the message that you put together, the scriptures you put together, and the Holy Spirit speaking through me. We give you all the glory and we take credit for that. I pray that all brothers and sisters here have learned something today through your Holy Spirit. I pray that you give them the courage to, to speak to others, to plant seeds, to water the plants, or even to bring them to Jesus, to Yeshua. And give them the words through the Holy Spirit. And in Jesus and Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you.